styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Hi everyone, I'm Jackie. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Styling to Stay or Sell podcast. I'm here with Grace. How's your style been this week? It's been all right. It's been a rough one. Yeah, I'm a bit like that as well this week. We're on the way up. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, so this episode is why you should style to sell. So in Australia, property styling is the preferred term, but in the more established countries, it's often referred to as home staging. So sometimes you might hear the term home staging, sometimes you might hear the term property styling. We tend to use property styling here in Australia. One of the main reasons why people do style their properties for selling is that it sort of increases the bottom line. So the properties sell for a high price and they sell quicker. And that's because when you style a property for sale, you're really building on that emotional attachment that people have. Yeah, exactly. Because people think they go into a property with their little checklist of how many bedrooms they want, how many living rooms they want, all of that sort of stuff. But what actually happens is people make these decisions based on, they base it emotionally and then they justify it logically so that checklist can change depending on you know when that emotional attachment's really strong it can really impact massively on the amount of people making offers on a property and the amount that the vendor eventually sells it for Um, at the end of the day the emotional response results in higher profits yeah and a quicker sales time yeah Yeah. exactly and and everyone's win-win because It's not really just about making the house look pretty, is it? No. The bottom line's dollars. Yeah. You want a quicker sale because that means less mortgage prepayments and you want a high price. So when you've got a number of people fighting over a property and are emotionally attached... Bumps that that price up. Exactly. Yeah. More demand. Yeah. More excitement. So I suppose in a nutshell, as property stylists, we go in and we can fill up a whole house with furniture, decor, artwork... Or we could just do supplementary stuff. So what we normally call that occupied versus vacant properties. You don't have to move out of your home. And it's often no. a, it's a cost-effective way because people are worried, oh, well, we can't, we can't style our property because we've got to stay in the property. That's yeah. totally okay. And sometimes we walk to. into a house and the lounges are fantastic yeah. and sometimes they're better than what we yeah. would pick like, from our Yeah, supplies. exactly, like that house that we did that had the amazing Parker furniture in it. Yeah. It's like we're not going to tell you to get rid of that. We'll no. totally use it, modernise it. Yeah. And Add a couple of things that yeah. will just make it pop. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of some things. It's a very logistic-heavy business So because um, there's a couple of different ways where people can have – property styling companies so they can either hold their stock or they can hire stock but it's a very logistic heavy business and a lot of the time you're not actually if you're styling your property you're not actually paying for the hire of the furniture as much as you're paying for the logistics and the styling expertise that's behind it. One house might take us two hours to do install but then the selection time the quotes the walkthroughs our removalist costs, it all adds up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. One really significant thing that we do when we do property styling, and it's probably the very first thing that we get a homeowner to do, and it's about decluttering. And sometimes that can be quite overwhelming for the owner, but it's something we always, always encourage. You need to have a really good flow through a property for when people are looking at the property. And remember as well, when you've got an open home, you're going to have... You could have a lot of people going through the property at one time, much more than what you normally would have in your home. So 
you really do need to have space around your furniture. So yeah. we would often recommend you move things out and you might think it looks a bit bare, but there's reason behind that. Yeah. So you, you need to have a really yeah. good flow through a property. As they, as they say, less is more. And it, yeah, it's exactly. It's definitely that case. Exactly. And one of the big sort of things in property styling is how you live in a house is not how you present it for sale. If you're selling a home and you're considering property styling, you really need to detach from that property fairly quickly because when we style it, we're not going to be styling it for your likes and tastes or how you even live in the property. We're styling it predominantly for the target market. So what we would do as property stylists is we would have a discussion with your real estate agent and we would establish who your target market is and then we would style it according to that. So we might use a colour in the property that you absolutely hate. hate. But hate, hate, hate. on trend, it's seen in other houses. Yep. It might be a colour that creates an emotional reaction that is a positive one that we want. Like yeah. we would very rarely style with reds or purples. Red especially is a colour that has quite strong emotional reaction and it might not be the right one for when you're selling a property there are certain target markets that really do like red like the Chinese community really like red it's a sign of abundance but that can be done in a way that also appeals to people outside of that target market as well we're stylish on social media too peony and silk follow us to see what's next basically pairing back to increase the amount of floor visible because that's the number one seller. Everybody wants to know how much they can fit in if they buy this. And the same way as if we might lay out your house in a different way than what you had it before, but it's what we think works best and what other people are going to say, well, look, that's how my living room can be set up. Yeah, exactly. And that's particularly important for if you've got an unusual space or a small space. So you really need to show that there's enough room for a lounge. So if you've got a three or four bedroom house, you need to show that there's enough room for a family of four to six to sit in comfortably because that means it balances, the house is balanced. You don't want to be selling a four bedroom house that only has enough space for a four seater dining table. You need to be able to sit six at the table. At so least, yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's another really fantastic benefit of property styling. It's about showing those people who are coming to view the property how they can live in it and of course it needs to be aspirational and inspirational because that's the sort of stuff that gets those that emotional attachment and it, it also ticks the checkbox basically we're problem solvers yeah we exactly. provide solutions for exactly exactly and if you've got a really tricky space what you don't want someone to do is walk through a property and go that's such a weird space like what would I do yeah. with that where am I supposed to put my lounge? Like, Yeah. Well, even if it's not a lounge room, just like yeah. a weird nook or a weird yeah. unusual shape or... Built-in sp- bookshelves. Yeah, yeah. Window seats. Yeah, exactly. such an issue and overwhelming for buyers. Exactly. We're solving that problem for the person who's coming to view the property, showing them that, yeah, well, this, sure, this is a bit of an unusual space, but this can be a second sitting area, a reading area, a study nook, a child's play area, you know, because you don't want people to be questioning the property when they're walking through. You want them to go, okay, yep, I can see that, I can see that, I can see that, I want to put an offer in. The checklist won't get them over the line. The emotional connection will. Create it with peonyandsilk.com.au. Yeah, decluttering's massive, huh? 
the amount of stuff yeah. that people accumulate over time, crazy. Yeah, Which is absolutely. The good thing about when we do vacant properties is that everything's gone, everything's and gone. we can kind of just go in and put our own touch on it. Yeah, and it's much easier to have a consistent look through when yes. when you're styling a a property that's lived in and you're using their furniture as well. It's often a longer process yeah. because you have to because you really need to tie in your stuff with their stuff. What you don't want to see is someone come in and go, oh, this is a really beautiful room and then have a room that look has no connection with that that yeah. that space in the next room. So that's over. where where like our walkthroughs are very handy in those yeah, situations. Absolutely. And absolutely. So we go, okay, they've got this style going on. We need to incorporate this and sort of have a splattering of styling all the way through the house so it tie, it ties the whole property together and there's a cohesive look going on. Penny and silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. So another thing that we consider when we're styling properties is, and it's a massive consideration because you don't want a cookie cutter approach. So if you're styling a heritage property, you're going to be putting different furniture in that than what you would with a brand new new build maybe or a Hampton style property or we never do the same style twice basically we always try and absolutely change it up make it fresh yeah because when you're doing a heritage property and our area has quite a few heritage properties you don't want to be putting in lots of dark furniture which is what traditionally would have been in those properties but you're still having quite a classic style go in but a little bit more modern yeah freshing it up yeah and, you know, you don't want to be putting in something that's really modern, like super, super modern in those heritage properties, yeah. but you don't, you don't want to be putting in super dark yeah i mean if if you, furniture if you because that just see sucks a lot <laughs> if you guys could see the amount of stuff we have in our warehouse and all the different styles you'd yeah, be yeah, overwhelmed yeah, to say yeah, the least yeah that's it <laughs> how we navigate it i have no idea sometimes <laughs> when you're choosing a furniture for a particular property you're sort of really looking at who is the target market what are they wanting but also really taking into the consideration the actual the architecture of the property you want that to gel really comfortably yeah. so it looks like and it's meant to yeah. be like that and we're not selling furniture yeah. we're selling the house yeah. so you don't want people to walk through the home and go and wow. remember that home wow, because of those chairs yeah, I really want that lounge I wonder where they got it from yeah. when really they're not looking at the, yeah. the ornate ceiling yeah or yeah. how how high the the ceilings are or the windows or the natural light they're looking too much at wow that rug was really nice I wonder if I could have that or if they want to sell it to me yeah yeah that's right I mean that's not what you want it's not about and I suppose that's the difference between property styling and interior design yeah. because when you're property styling, you're just trying to show people the yeah, flow they're, of the they're property. Really quite different. Because we aren't selling the furniture, yeah. we're selling the house. Yeah. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And I think sometimes that gets lost because it's it's not really about the furniture. Yeah, it needs to look great. That plays back to the connection that the previous owners have and them letting go, which is exactly. like one of the main issues. So that yeah. really when we say, can you pair back a bit, it kind of helps break that yep. bond. And then when we put our stuff in, it helps yeah. that process of exactly. letting go of their house. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a property stylist, a home stager, as they would call themselves in America, and he does a lot of training for new stylists. And he often says, ask your potential clients if they've broken up with the house yet. We're stylish on social media too. Penny and Silk. Follow us to see what's next. 
it's such an emotional time for an owner that it's really difficult for them once they start seeing new stuff coming in. It's yeah. much easier if, if they've moved out already, they've got their new home, they've yeah. already said their goodbyes, but if they're living in the property still, yeah. it can be really especially, difficult. Especially when it comes to when you have opens and then you have to yeah. get out of the house and let 50-odd strangers yeah. walk through it. Yeah, yeah. This industry is definitely not always about making things look pretty. It's very much hand-holding. And as Jackie said, the logistics, it's such a bigger side of it. It's probably, yeah, it's so heavy. you know, 80-20. But, I mean, that, that idea of it's not making houses look beautiful, that's not really the aim. The aim is to create an emotional attachment. When people walk through that door, they want to make offers. They can see themselves living in it. You've solved all the problems in regards to the tricky spaces. You're drawing their attention to all the fabulous things in the house that are great, like whether that be a fireplace or the high ceilings or the fantastic living space. And when they walk out of there, they're like, okay, that's the house I want to live in. And hopefully you've got two or three other people with the same reaction. And then they start their little bidding war and your house gets sold for 50 to 60 grand, 100 grand over expectation. At the end of the day, that emotional response equals sales and that's what the main goal is. Absolutely. People think they're making the decision logically when they're looking at houses, but people make decisions emotionally and they back them up with logic. And I can't say that enough because people do think that it's all about the checklist, but that checklist changes when there's an emotional attachment to a property. And that, at the end of the day, is what we're about. We want houses to sell quickly, houses to sell for more money. Everyone's a winner. We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au